Good morning and welcome again to Sadie's Breakfast with a Book. And this is your host, Cynthia Franklin. And we're just reading from The Deborah Anointing, written by Michelle McLean Waters. And as the other day we started and we began, what is the Deborah Anointing? We share some of those from that particular synopsis. Then we talked about, I read to you, the keys to activating the Deborah anointing. And now today, we're going to be talking about the hindrance or reading to you this particular title here, Hindrances to the Deborah anointing. So come on in, sit down, relax, and as I always say, grab your favorite drink, put your feet up, and just sit down a little up this morning and listen before you start your busy day. So, hindrance to the Deborah anointing. Number one is fear. Women must be bold and courageous. We cannot operate as Deborahs when we fear men in authority or controversy. God is empowering women to break through many barriers and overcome obstacles set up by the devil to derail them from their God-given destinies. Fearless and humble, women will be co-laborers with him and with men in redeeming and restoring humanity and the earth. Number two, harsh speaking, aggressiveness, cold-heartedness, Jezebel-like nature. Deborah means honeybee. God is raising up women who have the sting of the bee, deadly to the enemy, yet they will speak sweet and compassionate words of wisdom to those who are in need. Modern-day Deborahs will hold, will be bold, but not brazen like Jezebel. Number three, slumber and ministry burnout. Deborah declares in Judges 5 and 12, Awake, awake, Deborah. Awake, awake, and sing a song. Many times when dealing with oppressed people, there can be a sense of feeling overwhelmed and hopelessness. Those who have a Deborah anointing will have an anointing to encourage themselves in the Lord through worship. Deborah demonstrates the possibility of what can happen with any woman today who will allow the Spirit of God to fill and form her life for kingdom purposes. Deborah was a woman used by God to voice his judgment and his prophecy and to spark one of the greatest revivals in history. Women are arising and influencing the world in a way they have never done before. We must be prepared and positioned properly. Awake, awake, Deborah. We allow the Holy Spirit to shape and mold you into a leader, whatever the level of authority and capacity who fits into his perfect will. Will you be trained in the ark of intercession and activated in the prophetic to hear and release the word of the Lord to your generation? Will you be willing, will you be a willing leader for God today? Whatever your spirit of influence at your job, in your home, or at your church, will you accept the challenge to stand for God's ways and encourage others to do the same? If your answer is yes, make the following declaration. Then join me in the pages that follow to learn how you can embrace the call to be a modern-day Deborah on this earth. Lord, I pray that you will awaken me to the call you have for my life. Remove any bondage of fear from my heart and mind. And let your wisdom and courage rest upon me. 
Awaken me from slumber. Let me walk circumspectly in this hour. I loose myself from passivity and apathy. Let me be alert to your voice. Let me be aware of your purpose. I thank you, Lord, that you are an extraordinary God and you will accomplish extraordinary things through me. I release myself from self-imposed limitation. I break every limitation that the enemy has placed upon my life and has kept me from meeting my full potential. No longer will I be deceived and trapped by the traditions and opinions of men. For I am created for greatness. I was created to be God's glory carrier throughout the earth. I will arise and be radiant with the glory of the Lord. I will be a beaming lighthouse of hope for many who sit in gross darkness. Lord, give me the words of wisdom that will guide and influence many. I will not remain silent. I break every demonic conspiracy designed to keep me silent. I won't be I wouldn't I won't let past failures and disappointments keep me silent. I will open my mouth wide and God you will fill it. God, give me ideas, insight, and concept to bring deliverance to many. You have anointed me to impart grace to those in my sphere of influence. The words that I speak will release life to a hurting generation. I am not in this world by chance. I am not in this decade, this decade by chance. I am not reading this book by chance or listening to it be read to me by chance. I am a modern day Deborah. I stir up and activate the Deborah anointing throughout this prayer and declaration in the name of Jesus. Amen. So chapter one. Title, Times and Season of the Call. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under the heaven. Ecclesiastes, the third chapter, verse 1. Our first introduction to Deborah and her, and her vitae is quite impressive. Judges 4 and 4 states that Deborah was a prophetess, the wife of Lapinadoth, and she was performing duties as a judge of Israel. Have you ever met someone after hearing her confidently and effortlessly rattle off all of her accomplishments? You feel intimidated, inadequate, and insignificant. Or here is a good one. Have you ever received a prophetic word about all the wonderful things you're supposed to accomplish for the Lord? Then say within yourself, they missed it big time with that prophecy. You may feel that your past and present reality are so far from the future. The, prophet, the prophetic word declares that it is hard to find the faith to receive a real possibility. Or maybe you appreciate the prophecy, but wonder how you would find the time to accomplish it all. I want you to take a deep breath and repeat Ecclesiastes 3.17 with me. There is an appropriate time for every matter and deed. Oh, how I wish someone had exposed me, had exposed me to this concept when I was in my 20s. Let me explain. I received my first prophetic word, prophetic word when I was 25 about having an anointing like Deborah to take to the nations. When I researched throughout the scripture and discovered who Deborah was and what she accomplished, I almost worried myself into a nervous breakdown. I had just come out of a painful divorce, had a two-year-old daughter 
who had been diagnosed as legally blind and worked a job with a state that kept me traveling sometimes weekly. It was easier to believe that the prophets had missed it than to add another thing to my plate. What I didn't realize was that Deborah was a middle-aged woman who had probably gone through many seasons in her life before she became all the scripture details. The call of God is progressive. He will mature you and gradually into you the fullness of his plan. I truly believe the Lord will mold and shape you for the devil anointing by using all of your life experiences. Every hat you may wear and every role you may play will be significant in your expression of the devil anointing. One of my spiritual father, Apostle Alvin Green, gave me a piece of advice that I want to pass along to you. He said, Michelle, the best way to eat an elephant is one bite at a time. If you're like me and want to accomplish everything that God says for your life, keep reading this book. And let's take the, the metaphoric bite one chapter at a time. Don't get overwhelmed. Keep saying yes to God in your heart. I've actually come to learn that God wants to, wants to use the whole of our lives. One of Deborah's role was a wife. I believe the Spirit of God highlighted this aspect of Deborah's makeup because he wanted to make Deborah relatable so many women, I'm sorry, to many women. Sometimes we can define Bible characters without realizing that we are human who said yes to the call of God. Once you say yes, you will be empowered by the Holy Spirit to fulfill your God-given destiny. The call of God takes time to develop. God moves in cycles, patterns, time, and season. The call of God on your side will have times and seasons of development and patterns designed by God for implementation. When you understand time correctly, you can grasp God and his purpose for your life. Acts 17, 26 says that God has determined our appointed time in advance. If you're going to embrace the call to successfully walk in Deborah's anointing, you must learn to discern the times and season God has already ordained for your life and properly align your actions with his timetable. Women who understand time. One of the keys to Deborah's successful fulfilling the call of God on her life was that she had an ability to discern the times and seasons of God. She balanced her responsibilities of being a wife, judge, and a prophetess. She wasn't a woman who wasted time watching soap operas or reality TV. There are some scholars who believe Deborah was from the tribe of Ishakar. It's important to understand who the tribe of Ishakar was and the important role they played in Deborah's life. In one in First Chronicles chapter twelve verse thirty-two, we see that the sons of Ishakar had understanding of the times, and they used their understanding to discern what Israel ought to do. Those from the tribe of Ishakar understood the times of God. This understanding gave them insight and wisdom in every situation. If Deborah was from this tribe, she had this characteristic of Ishakar of discerning time and season in her DNA. She synchronized her life and action with the time clock of heaven. The essence of the Deborah anointing is to understand that God has a calendar and what he has scheduled times for blessing, 
deliverance, and even war. There is nothing more important than time. Time is a measure of life. The quality of your life is determined by how effectively you use time. Actually, you become what you do with your time. Time is an interruption of eternity. God created time. He placed man in it, but God doesn't live in time. God, I'm sorry, time was created to measure life and to take man out of eternity because eternity is timeless. Whatever happens in eternity lasts forever. Jesus reveals himself as the beginning and the end. Totality rests in him. Totality rests in him. Our life and time begins in him and ends in him. He is the A to Z. Jesus has already walked through our lives. He has something for us to do every day. He fashioned our days before they ever existed. Our times are in his hand. To everything there is a season, a time for every purpose, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1. God has a destiny for each one of his children, but we must learn to move our feet according to the rhythm of his perfect time. I believe Deborah had many private victories in discerning the time and season of God before she was placed on her public platform. Your private victories are when you are routinely taken through a process of testing by God to prepare you for your call. Private victories are made up of small acts of obedience to the voice of God. And we'll stop there today and maybe next week, next Thursday, we'll pick up is discerning. I'm sorry, not is, discerning the spiritual season of the call. And you all have a wonderful day and may God bless you and keep you and heaven smile upon you. Until next Thursday.